<laughs> hey, Hey, uh, I've just realised something. Shake the, it. The first two watch, shows that we've it. done into 2017 have been singing. So have we forgotten in 2016 about this band? I just thought that we've moved Ace, on Ace, has it been lifted? No. Well, why can't I just do musical... <laughs> um, what's that word called? Musical <laughs> interludes? No, not interludes. Introductions to each show. And it can be like, guess that tune. That could be a new segment. <laughs> Well, I could just see Ace's shoulders moving. Like. I'd rather you didn't. It's a no from him. Okay, this is Two Girls and a Mic. We are back here to top it up, talk about all the goings on of the past week. Hey, La. Hey, girl, what's going on? Oh, you sexy with your fire high boots. What's going on? Thank you. Don't you already have a man? <laughs> Who are you trying to run down now? This yeah. one is just making mock, no, mockery. Ace, like, Ace, look at this. This is unacceptable. She's already, mm, you know. <laughs> fire high boots. Leather, darling. Up to the thighs. No, yeah. it's, it's only for winter. It's oh, oh really? Pulled. Is that the excuse? <laughs> So and she's got some long coat underneath. She's lucky because <laughs> if it was buttoned up, I'd be like, "You'd be wondering where you going there? Yeah. <laughs> what clothes you got under? What is under that coat? I'm gonna there? do that one day, you know. Please Obviously not I to come I, to the podcast, right? But one day, Have I have never done that, that before. Whole, no, I don't oh, want to do should. that. It's actually. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm saying too. too much, too much. <laughs> Tell us, love. <laughs> Nothing to tell, really. Just try it. And then when, when you try it, you get back to me. We'll have a discussion. Oh, on air. If you like. <laughs> I'm not going to make up my story. <laughs> draw it out of Oh, my gosh. Talking about drawing out. Have you now seen? Okay. Mm. We did introduce, yeah. This is La. She talks. Yes. Um, two girls and Mike. Did you watch part two, uh, episode two of Being Mary Jane? Yes, I oh did. Oh my gosh! I was annoying. We, and, uh, it gets look. annoying every week. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop watching it now. Can I just say? So I don't remember if I said it on air or off air last yeah. week. There was a point because we were saying that they, I was saying that there were new writers, mm -hmm. but there was a point where I felt she did something which was so. And this is Mary Jane Paul, yeah. the protagonist of Being Mary Jane, which is a BET show starring Gabrielle Union um, and a host of other people as well. Michael Ely's in it now. Mm. But um, she did something which I felt was atypical of her character. It wasn't typical. It was completely yeah. off her character. And can you guess Was what it when she was? went to go and find him in the bar yes! and she stood there like pouring her heart out yes! in front of him and the friends, I'm like, this isn't That's what she That's not does. Mary Jane. This doesn't make no sense. Yes, I'm so glad and the thing is, that you picked had her Had she up. done that after they went out a couple of dates or, you know, had a couple of run-ins or it right. would make sense, but right. they've only like had like maybe two days. Yeah, it's it's a bit and too it's much weird. too soon. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, and I I can't remember what was the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, so the reason why that came up is when I was saying, oh, I'm gonna draw out the story from you. Did you see how the older lady drew her out? Yeah, and then got Michael <laughs> Ely in there. <laughs> Gosh, everyone that's I really like that actress. She's amazing. Yep. She's so good. I'm actually mesmerized when I watch her. Very believable, I don't know, right? Yeah, I don't know her 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 name. I'm sure she's huge in the States, but mm. um, she's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And I liked <clears throat> I liked the fact like when I say well, the reason why I said believable is you know when she introduced her husband and mm. the two daughters, that dynamic and still knowing her character is 
potentially a bitch yeah, not even yeah. potentially she's no, a bitch she is. but you know within I the family it. dynamic like, you mm. can imagine her just still be like that loving woman yeah. but you know that it's come from a place where she's successful she's had to graft to get where she's got to be and now she needs to protect it right yeah right and, and she's probably been, been protecting easy. it for so long that she's turned into this this bitch yeah um last week off 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 air or off mic we were supposed to talk about the first episode and we only talked about it when the, when we finished recording, I said to Shazza, we didn't speak about the oh, first episode. Oh, yes, 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 So yes. I need to get this off my chest and I need to let you lot know and I'd love for you lot to email us or message us and tell, Two girls. tell me or tell us how you Podcast. feel about this situation. Yeah, yeah So <laughs> I was saying to Shazza that the, the her new British love interest, I was annoyed. <laughs> you said and I was like annoyed for a specific reason because <laughs> I knew that the writers had probably watched Mary Poppins and all them stupid... Um, no, don't movies. call Mary Poppins stupid. Don't. We're Mary fighting Poppins here. Isn't, isn't we are stupid, fighting here. But Dick Van Dyke <laughs> seems to me. Oh, he was. It seems to be the atypical yeah. English person that Americans think is yeah, yeah, English, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, nobody talks like that. Yeah. For one. <laughs> Two, Dick Van Dyke is American. He's ne- he's not English. He's never been English. So Isn't I don't he understand that, that 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 detective on. Yeah, he oh. had a detective show with yeah. his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I years ago in the eighties or nineties. But anyway, so like <laughs> they were having this conversation when in, she first met him. When she first met him, yeah. yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I'm from the Primrose Hill area." <laughs> And I just thought and to myself, that wound you so it up, just wound me up. I'm like, who says that? We don't speak like that. No, no, no. It's, this is all. And from then, I just knew it was going to be downhill from there. And I just thought, nah, drop me out. Primrose Can Hill. Say- and not to say that black people can't be from Primrose Hill. There are black people down there. However, the likelihood of that conversation, it just, yeah, no, it, seemed, it, was, it was weird. It was, you know, it, it struck me as somebody who's never either come to London and really considered how Londoners speak or who who has never met just a real, let me say it, North or Northwest yeah. London. I don't know how you Southies act <laughs> <laughs> when you're in New like York. normal human beings. <laughs> but nobody's going to be, no, jokes aside though, nobody's going to be, if you're from London and you're in New York, I've been in that scenario before and you meet someone, Just you're just going to be like, okay, I'm from London. Are, are you from London? Yeah, I'm from London. Yeah. Oh, what part of London are you from? Okay, so I'm from Northwest London. Mm. And then you might go on to say it's an area called, but you're not going to be like, oh, I'm from the Primrose Hill because area. they know where Primrose Hill is, don't they? <laughs> That, just, don't they? Yeah, it just didn't. Just, it just didn't make work. Sense. It didn't work. I so I, I feel you on that. But it I, jarred me for the rest of the show because I kept thinking about it, and I just thought, this is so stupid. I, I know the rest say. is going to be rubbish. So when I watched episode two, it really wound you and then up. I saw her standing there. Oh my god, you know, because I've got issues and problems, and yeah. she was saying, and then the friends were sitting there like nodding their head, like, mm-hmm, yeah. girl, you got it. They it don't know her. Yeah, that wasn't believable in my view. Oh, that wasn't like, believable. But you were saying that Mara, is it Mara Brocker Kill? Yeah. She's not yeah, writing. She's not one, one of the writers. And anymore. you can I tell. Think she's um, exec producing now, but she's not She's not writing. So, Mara, from one English girl to one American girl, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> you need any <laughs> tips? <laughs> I, need to, <laughs> I want this to be as authentic as possible. Yeah. And, like, that just wasn't. But can I just say, on behalf <laughs> of the actor who is playing, I don't even know what his name is yeah. in there. I just know that he's Nigerian in real life <laughs> and he's Igbo. So, you know, like, I have to support him. I, you know, I know that his mouth is a bit full. <laughs> I know that he's quite full. <laughs> and lastly, he looks like he's got water. 
stored in parts of his mouth, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But you know, we got to get behind our London brothers, you know? <laughs> Why is his mouth like that? Yeah, he should, you know what? Like... Sometimes you see things in shows and you wish that the actors, especially when it's things from a black perspective or from a unique stroke niche perspective, mm. i.e. maybe being a black Londoner in America. He, I wish he had maybe spoken up and said, you know what, this sounds naff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say introduce like, myself listen. like that. I'd be like, I'm from North London. Yeah. Have you heard of it? It's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or I'm from South London or I'm from, you know, not, I'm from the Premier's Hill area. Just like, oh, they probably been looking silly. at the Daily Mail and they saw the name Primrose Hill and then they saw Jude, Jude Law. Yeah, that's all it. All them people up there and like, <laughs> yes, yes, let's, let's make him from Primrose Hill. <laughs> no! No! Yeah, Why work. can't he be from Stockwell? <laughs> he did. But it's true though. And then, and the thing is, and then he would have just been like, he could have just said something like, oh, I'm from Stockwell or I'm from yeah. Brixton. That yeah. would have just, it would have dropped, wouldn't it? And I, I'm, not, I'm not being even stereotypical in terms of, oh, him being black. Mm. Why can't he say he's from a, a, a South London area? But just the way he would have dropped it. If I reckon he should have basically just said. The, he should have said, I'm from London. I'm and from that, London. And left it at that. And then what would have been authentic and actually real is you turn around and said, oh, I've been to London before. What part of London are you from? Because yeah. we're talking about Americans. A lot of them haven't been. Exactly. Or if she had turned around yeah. and said, oh, are you from Primrose Hill where all those... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then he yeah, could have been yeah. like, like, yes no. or no, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So let's, anyway, let's we've been writing our own drama. But yeah, that's we what should, we should do. <laughs> we should write we should. our own scripts and dramas. <laughs> anyway, on um, next week's show, we happen to have somebody who um, does a bit of writing. We'll keep you in suspense. Young, UK, talented female, black female, um, who does that as mm-hmm. her job. So uh, that's going to be on next week's show. But for now, La... Um, What are we talking about this week? Okay, so did you go marching over the weekend, Shezza? Nope. Okay, neither did I. So, you know, if you were living under a rock, you would have missed the Women's March that happened on the... Was it Sunday it happened? I don't know. I think it was Sunday. It was was Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. So thousands, hundreds of thousands of women, literally all over the globe, um, decided to go and march as a protest to just... protests about women's rights and mainly I would say the the person that kind of inspired this or got everybody together to do this was Donald Trump essentially mm. because of all the things that he's been saying yeah. and all the policies that he's going to implement that really impact women in, in general it was Saturday sorry my bad it was Saturday so the march was set up Happened all over in different um, cities all over the US. Happened over here in London as well and in different countries all over the world, okay? Mm. So many women were like, this is amazing, this is great, this is wonderful, we're uniting, you know, we're like putting our best foot forward, we're going to show Donald Trump that he can't just walk all over us now that he's got power, etc., etc. okay? Mm. So that was one side of it. Another side of it <clears throat> was the fact that, did you see online there was a picture of this woman, this black lady who had up a sign and the sign said, don't forget white women voted for Trump. And she had a lollipop in her mouth looking very nonchalant. And she was I did in see Washington. That. I saw that on social yeah. media. Yeah. So that, that picture actually went viral. Um, the lady who created the the fo- created the photograph, who was pictured in the photograph, her name was Angela Peoples. So... <clears throat> she gave an interview explaining why she decided um, to to basically go to the um, to the actual um, protest and what response she got while she was there holding up this sign. And she said, you know, she had a mixed 
mixture of different people coming up to her. She said she had some white women who were like, you know, I didn't vote for Trump. And then she had, she said she had other white women who were saying, yes, this is a problem. It needs to be fixed. You know, some people just thought she'd been very divisive and all the rest of it. So she was like, look, I needed to go down there. <clears throat> and she said, as much as it is great, mm-hmm that all these women came together. She said, you know, the march in itself was, wasn't was wasn't very varied in the sense that it didn't have a lot of other women who were non-white. <coughs> and I march. think that's a big problem. Yeah, and she was trying to, yeah. yeah, intersectionality. So she was trying to basically, yeah, you know, highlight intersectionality within the feminist movement. You know, we've had a history of black feminists and white feminists kind of not really being together because, you know, black feminists feel that White feminists really don't take on the issues of women who are non-white. It always comes from a spectrum of mainstream feminism. So she wanted to highlight that point, which is why she went down to the march with her sign to kind of like show people, look, this is great, but we've got a lot of work to do. So, you know, Shezo, do you agree with, you know, what Angela is actually saying and what her stance is in regards to, you know, the difference between black feminism and white feminism. I do. I have to say, as always, that cough looked like a dab. (laughs) That's how I do it, girl. I have to say, as always, um, it seems to me that black women are, and this, you know, maybe I'm biased. Maybe it comes from the perspective of being a black woman and so observing what my sisters worldwide do um, and it being especially poignant to me. But black women show up and show out all the time. Mm. And I do agree. And I've read I read a lot of information about um, the march, but not about its genesis or where it came from or its roots. But actually, I kind of bypassed all of that and were just reading kind of like unique perspectives from people who were saying whether they were going to march or whether they weren't going to march. And I have to say black women who were saying whether they were going to march and whether they weren't going to march. And a lot of people made their decision. um, Well, a lot of the people that I read um, (laughs) pieces about or pieces that they'd written, whether it be mainstream media, social media, had been saying that they... um, were not going to march and the reason they gave was because of the fact that they felt that um, there wasn't this intersectionality being raised here. It's about women's issues but of course we know that women of colour are affected by certain things um, differently (laughs) or more uniquely Mm. and sometimes that's not given a thought that's not given a voice that's not given a platform when one talks about feminism and women's rights etc etc so i kind of um i agree with her making that sign because it boldly says um what one one um a girl that I know called Christiana yeah. actually um, tweeted <laughs> oh, about tweets. and I said, totally agreed with yeah, everything she had to say. It is the, it is the, ele- the elephant in the room mm. that there wouldn't need to be, there wouldn't need to be um, a women's march if all women had voted for Hillary Clinton like black women mm, did. Mm. And you um, were telling me like off um, air that you posted something about the stats on that and the stats don't lie on that that Mm. black women overwhelmingly voted against trump and for hillary clinton 93 percent of black women voted 93 Mm -hmm. you might as well say everybody then Mm -hmm. and then even black men showed up like 80 percent of black men voted for um hillary and so and then give us the stats for the white women who voted who did um, they vote for 
the uh, white women, 43% voted for Hillary Clinton, whereas 52% voted for Trump. White men, 31% of white men voted for Clinton and um, 63% voted for Trump. You pays your money, you takes right. your choice. You, you see, and I think that's kind of like what that sign is saying, and that's kind of like what the um, the some of the pieces that I was reading from Black women were saying. Like we're we're here, we're showing out, but you guys, you, you guys are protecting your supremacy over everything, your mm. white supremacy over everything, and that you know that remains problematic that does remain the elephant in the room but i'm glad people are making signs and posting these things on twitter and mm. it got a lot of <laughs> traction <laughs> yeah. yeah on on twitter nearly i think nearly 10,000 mm. on twitter because it is the elephant in the room and it needs to be spoken about and people do need to start calling these things out and say it as it is else we if we it's keep carry on yeah if we keep <laughs> talking behind our hands or not really saying these things and we're going to find ourselves in more and more situations where we've got people like trump trump you know donald trump mm. president of one of the most powerful bodies mm. in this world Try it. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Crazy. It is is and have you seen like today, like he's um signed a bill, an anti abortion um bill already. And did you see did you but did you see that optic yeah. of of him with all of these men standing behind him? Um there's a um there's an Instagram um is it Instagram or a no, sorry, a um what do you call it? A meme. Yes, going around, which actually says, as long as you live, you'll never see a photograph of seven women signing legislation about what men <clears throat> need to do with their reproductive organs. Ain't Bam. that the real, realest thing Bam. ever? That was actually Boom. written by a man. <laughs> Boom. So I'm just like, isn't that is the terrible? truth? But we've got to, going back to the sign mm. that you were talking about, we've got to get to the point where people are making these comments and as well as applauding and whooping and laughing and think and hashtag accurate, which is my new thing at the moment, mm. we've got to be able to say, right, but can we discuss that though? Yeah. Can we discuss that? Well, this, this is a thing like, you know, Chris Rock said in an interview that, you know, he's like, he finds it really odd how people keep saying, oh, you know, black people have come so far. And he was like, no, we haven't actually, the people who've come far are, are white people. And the reason why he says that is because, you know, there's been this sudden turnaround of white people actually, well, some white people actually seeing for themselves all of the injustices that, you know, black people have been talking about for centuries actually being true. And the reason why they've come to this whole new kind of, ooh, lightning bulb moment is because they can't deny what their eyes are seeing. It's thanks to social media, mm. we have footage of police brutality like right. in different instances yep. and you know and it just makes me laugh because it's like if so many people have been saying the same thing again and, and again and again surely common sense would dictate to you that there's an element of truth in that yeah but for whatever no. reason they're like no 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 no, no. even now believed. some people are still like no 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 and i think that's just this denial thing of not wanting to look within themselves and kind yeah. of check themselves and kind of see why right, okay so my white skin allows me a certain privilege mm -hmm. that, you know, other races <clears throat> don't have. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, it's a scary thing for them to look within themselves and just see shit. This is fucked This up. is what's going on. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's just white. It's nothing to do with white guilt. It's the truth. This is what is happening. If you don't want to face the truth, then the cycle's just going to keep going on and mm -hmm. on and on. So I, I would say that white women, white feminists, you 
all of you lot need to get together and have a come to Jesus moment or something. And be honest about what, who and what you are. Does your feminism, does it, um, does it embrace all women? Mm. Or is it just about you? Because if it's just about you, say so. Mm. Because we are quite adept at rallying for ourselves. Mm. We do it. We are quite adept at getting ourselves together. But if there is going to be this constant pretense that it's about women Mm. when it's not, it's, you know, we need to read into that white women, Mm. then just let us know and we'll crack on with it. And there's no, I think you're right. I think you know, just again, bringing it back to the sign and stuff, we have to be pointed about these discussion points now because we are moving into a really critical, or we are in a really critical period of political times. Mm. So we need to be accurate and specific and explicit about what our aims are when we're doing stuff Mm. and not just pussyfooting around and pretending, oh yeah, this is for women. But when it's black women, it's like, mm, 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 no, I, you know, I don't think, you know, you yeah. really fit in with what we're doing here. <laughs> you know, it can't, it really can't be that. Can I just say as well, um, at the weekend, I was watching another um, instalment of the evolution of hip hop, which mm. is on Netflix UK, and um, it was about um, it was I think it's episode four about gangster rap or the coming of gangster rap. Don't really like calling it that, but that's a, probably a different discussion. And as part of it, they showed um, as part of the program, they showed part of the beating of Rodney King. Yeah. And every time I see that, when you see him prone Mm. on the floor, doubled over back to some of these officers. So they're behind him as he's bent over on the Mm. floor in pain. And they're just like, like almost looking, sizing him up for, again, places to just beat him. And then they bring down their police sticks on him. And those same police officers were able to to be acquitted of assault. Mm. You're de- what are you defending yourself against when he's on the floor, bent over with his head down? Where is the threat? There is none. And I just think the reason why I bring that up is because it's such a it's such a vicious optical vision. Do you understand what I mean? And they were able that jury mm. and indeed many parts of white America were able to to allow their brain to ignore that mm. and uphold that miscarriage of justice. But then when the riots kick off, it's all oh, these animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are they? Oh, my God. Why are they do doing un- that? Oh, my God. It's, it's do so you understand terrible. what I mean? That's like pressure will bust a pipe. When you've been poking and poking and poking for so long, yeah, that is what happens. And yeah. it's like, how do you not understand that? When you're backed into a corner, eventually... You're going to, yeah, because I think at that time it was like, yes, finally it's on footage. So there was a bit of not relief. I don't think that's the word I want to look for. But yeah, a bit of hope that finally all of these police brutalities that have been going on. They're going to get called out. Yeah, they're going to get called out and justice is going to happen. And when the verdict comes back, it's like, how can you deny what is literally there? Right. And so my, my point is that now we are in such a time where you know, people are going to have to be explicit about which side of the line they're on. Mm. Because if you're not going to be explicit, 
then I'm just going to take it to mean that you are not really an ally. So if you're going to do a women's march, bringing it back to our subject, if you're going to do a women's march, you have to make it inclusive of all women, including women of colour, including trans women, Mm. including women from the LGBT community, LGBTQ community. You have to. So, and if you're not then it's going to cause, and this is what it did cause, from what I was reading, some people to stand back and say, but this ain't for me, though. Mm, mm. And that way people see it out. That's how I felt. I was kind of watching it, and I felt so disconnected. And it was really troubling me, because I thought to myself, look at all of these women. Essentially, what they're saying is, it's for me, but I don't feel connected to this in any way. So that's a problem. Right. That's a major problem. And I thought it was just me. And then when I was going online, and obviously I saw Christiana's tweets, I saw another lady who my friend tagged me in and showed me her Instagram post as well. And she was saying the same thing that I was saying. Like, there were thousands of women who were like I don't feel connected to this and it's literally because of this intersectionality problem that we have and it is a problem within you know the feminist movement so if it goes un- you know ignored then the four years after Trump has finished his first nothing reign will have nothing would have changed and potentially another Trump will get get voted in if Trump doesn't decide he wants to go again having 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 had the march take place what um positive so would you take from it um, the positive that I, like I said at the beginning when I was kind of introducing the subject was that it did show that when we come together as women, mm-hmm. we are powerful beyond measure. Yeah. Because if you saw all of those women out there, the numbers were higher than the actual inauguration. Mm. Yeah. To me, that says a lot. Yeah, so I if saw you some of the pictures on, were on there, social media. If you were part of it, and if you did vote for Trump and if you feel like, oh, I don't want people to blame me for voting for Trump because da, 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 it's not about blame. It's literally looking at, OK, if this is what we did, just us, as just one gen, just the one gender, just mm. us. As, obviously, there's two. But you, if you mm. see what I'm saying, mm. you could have changed history forever had you just kind of put your feelings aside as a Republican, because I think that's why a lot of people decided that I'm a Republican. Yeah, so I'm going to stick to that. And that's yeah. it. You know, you could have potentially, you could have had your female president if that's what you wanted. You know, you could have had somebody in there who would at least look at issues that affect women Mm. and, you know, take these issues seriously. Right now, Donald Trump, one of the first two things that he's decided to sign off on is this this abortion, anti-abortion law Mm -hmm. and um, the Dakota Pipeline. Those are the first two things of import of importance to him. And who do those affect? Women right. and people of colour. Right. Straight there. So that's what's happened. So as I said, if you're looking at it in that way, you know, the mass of women that did come together, I did find that, you know, amazing. So I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, for um, sure. Again, I think the woman with the sign, I think she did make a lot of people think. Some people will still be stuck in their ways and determine that they're not going to change their mind and that, you know what happened was nothing to do with them, blah, blah, blah. But I'm sure she changed a lot of people's perspectives and made them think about, you know, the the, the, the decision that they made. So that's a positive. What about yourself? Um, I think one of the positives that come out of it is is has yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it will be, like you said, more forthright conversations. And if um, if women white women 
who perhaps have not understood the struggle of their fellow women mm. previously can actually look inwards and say, do you know what? If we, if I'm out here as a woman, then that has to come first over the issue of white supremacy and all that that mm. that wants to uphold and protect. If that happens, if there's some inward reflection and that happens, then I'll take that. I'll take that as a positive. Mm. Numbers are numbers are numbers. I'm glad a lot of people went out, but numbers are numbers are numbers. Mm. As with a lot of things, um, the numbers says the power is there the ability is there but it's it's harnessing that power and that ability and that you know harnessing ourselves and it then affecting change so if that happens that will be the positive that mm. i take from it cool all right moving on we're gonna go into something that's a little bit you know, had somebody telling me, you know, one day <laughs> called me and said, one minute you've got um, women there marching for rights. The next you've got people down in Shoreditch trying to tear off man's um, trousers. <laughs> oh, is this the chocolate scene? And, yeah. <laughs> <Big>. <laughs> trying, to, trying to do all sorts. So um, in case you haven't heard, so there's a, this event called um, Chocolate City, which we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of us strippers, some from here, some from the US apparently. Um, videos of them have been going viral. One video in particular has some guy doing some WWF move to this girl who consequently fell on her neck and ended up in hospital. Ridic. Um, Did she mind? No, because she then posted a picture of herself in hospital with a neck brace round her neck with a thumbs up saying, hey, how was that chocolate <laughs> Some other guy as well, whose name is XL, and I, I'll, I'll allow you to think about um, what that name means, um, <laughs> who was literally being torn to shreds by a group of women. He looked like he was having fun though. And it was just, it was just, it was just, just, just it was, I don't know, Shezza, like. So take us back. What is the gig? The gig is, Chocolate City is a bunch of strippers, black strippers. Black some male of, strippers. Black male strippers. Yeah. Some of them are from the States. Some of them are from here. Okay. Oh, so really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ori Styler, I've got to shout him out because he's at, he's hosting the entire thing. I think there's like 30 dates mm -hmm. or something. There's already been now two that's dates. A gig. Right, exactly. <laughs> so his job is to warm up the crowd, make them laugh. Hee hee ha ha, yeah. Right. My man called me yesterday. His okay. voice was gone. <laughs> Why? He's been like, screaming for help. He, probably. <laughs> he had to break up a fight that happened at the end of the night. Between who? Two lesbians. <laughs> what are they fighting about? I don't know. I was laughing too much to even pay attention. Basically, there was a video of these two girls who were, who got into a bit of a scrap. I don't know if they were together or what. They were just fighting. Mm -hmm. So poor Ori decided to stand in the middle of all of that and try to separate them. Error. And I just was... And <laughs> Error I messaged message him on his Snapchat. I was like, why did... Let them fight. Why are you getting involved? <laughs> Your job is to make people laugh. You don't need to get injured or end up in hospital, but, you know, he's trying to do his chivalry thing and try to stop the fight. So that was one in incident that happened. The worst incident and the, 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 the thing that's making everybody go, oh, what, a, what is this? What is this? So there's some guy... Um, I don't know the name of this particular stripper, light-skinned guy. I'm guessing he's from the States. And he decided to bend over this girl, pull her jaws to one side and eat her bum bum. I saw that. <laughs> and I was shocked. I'm just like, <laughs> I said to what myself, is happening? 
Am I approved? But this is, is it. It's that making me think, hang on a minute. Look, 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 look. I was like. That don't seem right. <laughs> That's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> Just a little bit. No, I was saying to someone that I've been to a strip night before, but what they're supposed to do, what in my one experience anyway, is that they more or less simulate sex. They don't actually do the, the sexual act. To me, that, that's a sexual act. But she was having it. He was having it. I'm just like, is everybody just having it? Is this is this the yeah, thing? Is like, have we become so like thirsty now that we would go to just a, a random club and make a, a random man do random things? Is Is this the thing? So... Ori, you're better than me because I can, <laughs> I can cope. But thank you for calling me and filling me in and all the antics that's going on. I hope you're okay because I know today is day two. You can't yeah. go back and do so the So where is all of this taking thing. place? I'm it's asking for a friend. <laughs> different places. So I think the first one was in Shoreditch. I think the second one was in Camden. And what is it? Basically just a strip night. It's a strip night. You go down there, bear girls down there. Mr. Play, I saw you down there. Arnold Ocheng, I saw you down there. <laughs> Thirsty, thirsty. Lots. Naming and shaming. I'm naming and shaming because <laughs> two the girls on the mic. Names the and shaming. The conversation is about whether women are too thirsty yeah, because of all of these antics that are going on. Mm. But always they're telling, "Hard oh, man, you need to calm down." There's like 800 girls down there, and as soon as he said that, play turns up. <laughs> Arnold turns oh, up. God. I bet you tonight you're going to see more men down there just turning up to watch. Ace, where are you going later? I, I've already said, Ace is telling me I should go down there for research purposes, but it's like, it's fine. I don't like bodily fluids. So no. Do you know what? Can I just say, I'm not really, I'm, yeah, I'm not really into um, male strippers. Yeah. I have to say. It's just, just weird to me. I just find it funny. I have been watching Chocolate City, the reality TV show with Vivica Fox. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. What's that? So is that, is that what this is based on? No, this basically she was in the movie Chocolate City, which is basically a poor man's version of uh, Magic Mike. Right. Okay. So Chocolate City just has all black men in it. Right. Rather than Magic Mike just has Channing Tatum and his brethren's in it. Right. His brethren's. <laughs> <laughs> his colleague. His actors. colleagues. You know his friends. <laughs> so like that's the white version. So yeah. So um. So basically, off of the back of that, Vivica was saying that she had an idea to do the show based on that. To basically take around a male review. Um, get some strippers in, yeah. Hold auditions and then take it to Vegas, where mm. they will have. Well, hopefully she'll get a residency. Right, that's the aim of it. So we're literally watching the journey of that show. Right, so because okay. of this show now, it's kind of, you know, somebody decided, oh, let's go and tour in the UK and take it to the right. pubs around there. So, but yeah. they're not the same guys. Not the same guy. No, no. Oh, way. okay, right, okay. Yeah, I know. I said Freedom America, and, and then two, the, but none of them are from that show because I've watched three episodes of okay it. okay yeah. <laughs> so what okay all right okay i get it but so that's a reality show yeah but this one what's going on over here which girls are breaking their necks over yeah almost literally um is just for just for just for gags it's not being filmed it's not part of well, any it's being filmed for tinternet oh <laughs> about it do you know what internet uh, yeah i haven't really i haven't logged in but that's just but because nah, vivica fox ain't like hey girls how's it going blah, blah, yeah yeah blah. yeah i haven't i haven't logged in because i'm not really um I, i'm not really yeah just not really on it like that i'm not really on the whole it's kind of like, male oh. strippers swinging their thing in your face <laughs> it's just like oh put it away it's even like, circumcised why sorry is the, did why i say is that it like it's like 
18 inches. What are you going to do with that? Oh, I saw something online about a man with some... some what, 18 inch willy? Yes, yeah, it was, he was real. Refused, he refuses to get an operation. Yeah, but he can't have children. I don't think he can have children or have sex. So, you know, That's once again, pays your money, takes your choice. So, yeah. But would you go to this Chocolate City thing? No. That's what I'm saying. Would you go, Io? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you I would. Would you really? let the man flip yeah. you, Io? I wouldn't let no one flip you. <laughs> I just, I can't. It would be too much for me. I'd be like, there's too much fluids. I can't yeah, take it. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. Whole... I've been to a, fe- a female strip night. I'd, yeah, I'd do that. I went to it in America. But then again, dope. even f- I, I would do it in America yeah. for the experience of it, yeah, being yeah, yeah. in the strip club. But after that, I'd be like, why do I want to see tits and yeah. ass? I got tits and ass. <laughs> I go home and jiggle myself. <laughs> but once you've jiggle, done jiggle, it, jiggle, jiggle. and I'll tell you the good thing about it is like the jig, Drinks are cheap and mm-hmm. plentiful. Mm-hmm. The music is <laughs> banging. <laughs> the music is banging. Yeah. And then the girls, they're cool and all the rest. Like, I went to this place called Sue's Rendezvous, which from what I understand, Amber Rose used to work there. So my friend Kim, hey Kim, she took us down there like mm-hmm. when she turned 40 a few years ago. And we went there and it was it was amazing. The only mm-hmm. thing that I, di- I couldn't do and I didn't like was... I didn't want to put the money on them. Yeah. And not in a way like, ooh, you're gross, I don't want to touch you. But I just saw like her sweating and then I saw the oh, and it just oh, made me feel stop. like, Ugh. You put me off. So I just handed it. You put it. me off. I just it's that kind of thing. Her. I don't I really like, like all of that. And also as well, I don't like this Because imagine if it of... kind of flicks on and touches yeah, your hand. I would like, actually feel sick. It's really wet, you know, because yeah, obviously they're, they're swinging around poles and everything. They're, it's a workout they're doing. I'm, like, I'm not touching like here. Just take there take it and then the other aspect is like you know when you obviously if you throw the money in the air I don't like that notion of people crawling on all fours to get their <laughs> money like can you imagine Shezza you've just done a job right you've just finished the case you're about to collect your money someone you go get your money and someone dashes it up in the tote they go here you go <laughs> how offended would you be <laughs> How offended would you be? I'd be pissed as fuck. I'm like, I didn't fucking dare you. You can back into my account and pay and all that kind of shit. But you want to fling it like, yeah, make it rain. Like, no. And then worst of all, it's like, I'm in my underwear. Now I'm on all fours. Skid it out. Skid it out. Trying to pick up these dollar bills. No. No. <laughs> and I'm like, there's this picture on Instagram that somebody posted. They're at a strip club. And this woman, this stripper, she's got like, um, a giant um, black bag and it's mm-hmm. full of money so she's holding it <laughs> no literally she's enough money in there but she's holding it like Santa Claus taking it to, for it to get counted <laughs> and even now for what kind of shit is this <laughs> It's so low-brain. It is. It's like, I'm, I'm not against nakedness. It's fine. I'm not against the music. The music's banging. Like, everything is banging. But that aspect, I just feel like there should be a better way of giving these girls their money. Maybe they should do like like someone did in the tip drill video. <laughs> swiping the card down their like, They machine like held I'm just in there. like, no. And like, the girls are really, as I said, they're lovely. When we were at C's Rendezvous, we went into the bathroom and like their bathroom doubled as a toilet and a dressing room as well. Mm-hmm. So the madam that looked, I don't know if she's called the madam, but the person that looks after no, the don't girls. No, because madam, madam <laughs> yeah, different. Exactly. The, the person that looks after the girls, she had all these jewellery like hanging off the wall and that you could actually buy if you wanted to. So I bought, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like them earrings. Mm. She's like, oh, they're like, well, however many dollars. And I bought them and everything. We was having a good old chit chat. Oh, you're from London, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice. But the whole money thing, I, I'm like, nah, this is not yeah. cool. 
I don't like it. Yeah, I'd just be like, can you just place the money <laughs> carefully down on that table, yeah. maybe? Or I do shake just done a debit case. cards. There you go. <laughs> Make it rain so on him. Angry, <laughs> and then you want twerk for it. Twerk, twerk, twerk. <laughs> like, nah, man. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, you know, but the thing is, I've got nothing against um, strippers. If you are, if you are strip, yeah. strip. <laughs> but. Yeah, I do. That little bit of it does seem slightly demeaning. I know what you mean, like having to crawl around to pick up your money. I couldn't do that bit. I couldn't do that yeah, bit. I'd be I, the poorest stripper in the world. I'd be no, like, no, no, I'd have to employ somebody, <laughs> to go get maybe it. a man. Yeah. And I'd be like, can you pick up the money? for me mm. after, when they throw it just be there picking it. it's like when you're at a Nigerian <laughs> wedding and sometimes when people are spraying you mm. then maybe you have like people around with the bags like picking, picking it, up it up for you yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're not going to pick up See, yourself that's a good your, idea yeah. I just feel like you've, I've literally just sweated buckets <laughs> swinging around this blasted pole and now you're trying to tell me that I've got to go on my hands and knees <laughs> with my g-string and these six inch heels and pick up money six inch clear heels right <laughs> It's cheeky. Yeah, no. So what is the future for um, this thing that Ori Style oh, um, is <laughs> hosting So they've got another 30 plus dates taking wow. it out. So London's finished now after today. Right. So they're going to like Birmingham, Leeds and that's where yeah. the madness is going to pop but, 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 you know, as well as all this madness that we've been hearing about people injuring themselves and mm. men slipping and, you know, eating the booty like groceries and all that sort of stuff <laughs> um are these men making money because do we have that kind of culture of because okay we don't have a one pound note anymore yeah so are are women <laughs> out there throwing up i don't know fivers i like, think i think how they do on? it over here obviously we don't have the whole culture of making it rain like, yeah just, we don't have the we have one dollars we have five pounds and that's a lot of and money for some people <laughs> right that's, now that's lunch yeah that's, i ain't giving you my food right I'm lunch. hungry. That's a daily lunch. Don't come man. between me and food. It's yeah. not going to happen. So I think they probably make the money based on ticket sales. Oh, right. And then okay. they split the cash with okay. obviously promoter and whoever. Yeah. I think that's how that works. Oh, right. and so they you just got to pay, pay to get in. I didn't even which factor that in my head. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to turn. I'll just turn up. It's <laughs> like, if I got there and they said, oh, yes, that would be 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 pounds. For what? I don't want to see body. <laughs> What's going on here? I've got yeah. my baby all at the ready. Like, what why am I paying? Okay. So yeah, so that's how they do it. Right, so okay. Well, reviews show. Can't Chocolate not, can't not the hustle. Can't not the hustle. Big oh, up to Ori Styler. Yeah. Hope you get your voice back soon. Um, we might have to have you on here to talk all about that. Yeah. I've already invited him down once before. He told me yes, and I haven't heard from him. Listen, you see these people acting Hollywood. Don't worry, we're going to get them. We're, get them. So, <laughs> we're yeah. coming for you. So, yes, yeah, so that was our Chocolate City breakdown. So let us know if you went, actually. That'd be really interesting. We want to hear your perspective and hear Wagwa. Yeah, email us. Our email address is two, that's the number two, girls podcast at gmail.com so the number two girls podcast at gmail.com okay so final subject article 50 Shezza oh yeah it cannot 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 be triggered but for um, an act of parliament so the supreme court which is um, the highest court in our land has ruled by um, 
majority of eight to three of the judges, I think it was, that um, Article 50 of the Lisbon Treaty cannot just simply be triggered by virtue of the fact that we had the referendum mm. and people, 52% or whatever, voted to exit the EU, i.e. Brexit. So we now, what has to happen is there needs to be... Um, a bill of parliament that will lead to an act of parliament, which um, is a law mm. to say this is, you know, now we can exit. Yeah. So there has to be um, a vote in parliament. MPs will vote um, on it. But I think and the thing is... what's the likelihood of that actually, like, going in, in you know, well, well voted for within parliament? Okay, no, the likelihood is it has to be. That's the way it has yeah. to go. No, I mean for them to say, yes, fine, we're happy for you uh, to change the law. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. It will be for each um, each candidate, each parliamentary, each MP mm. to, to, you know, vote whichever way they, they, they want to vote. And I don't, I don't really know which way the wind is blowing um, for many. Um, because... Although specific parties may have a view and they may try and employ a three-line whip to get everyone to fall in line with what their view is, <laughs> yeah. you know, this this decision has been so divisive. And remember, the 48% that said that they want to stay are still making their voices heard. Yeah, yeah. And so those people may go out and, you know, lobby and petition <laughs> and, and speak to and, you know, encourage their particular mm. MP to vote to stay. You so know, it's it, interesting as well. I think after the, the referendum, a lot of people that voted to leave, you know, were, were heard saying or, you know, saying things like they didn't understand what they were voting for. Right. So, so if they were going to have another referendum, those stats would be very, very different. Right. I'm sure. And that's But that's the thing. So <laughs> those people may well be part of, you know, if there is going to be... Um, you know, voices being raised about this. They may be a body of people who say, look, I voted leave, but in fact, mm. now having seen and having understood and having known that some of the things that were said were absolute lies, the 350 mi mm. million to the NHS, for example, I no longer stand by that vote. And you, my, my MP, I wish for you to vote against triggering Article mm. 50. So I think... You know the whole the whole EU Brexit um, Bremen saga is going to rumble on for a while. It's interesting times yeah. in politics once again. Interesting <laughs> being perhaps the the um, understatement of the last uh, year or so. But yeah, so it really means that basically um, the. Uh, Parliament are going to have to have a vote, change the law, so that they can come out. But. I think one of the thing it kind of the whole <laughs> the whole court case being brought what it shows me because it was brought by um a woman called Gina Miller and I think there were other people who I was were party what you think about Gina Miller yeah who were party to the actions what I think is and it's something that I kind of think about for for um a number of other reasons that I just think members of the public are becoming more more willing to challenge mm. things using the law. And that <laughs> has to be a good thing. Mm. Members of the public who are willing to challenge government using the law, that has to be a good thing. Mm. And I think <clears throat> for whatever side of the fence that you sit on in terms of Brexit 
or um, remaining within the EU, put that aside and think about what's really happened here. And it is that um, Joe Public or a civilian, whatever their whatever their you know economic position is, but a civilian said, "I don't think this is right. I don't think the government can just do this." Mm. I'm going to take this to court. <laughs> I'll see you in court. Because <laughs> it's like the whole thing is really dodgy to me. We've got a prime minister that nobody voted in and she's yeah. making all of these decisions, decisions that is going to affect the, the country forever. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, what, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You're not even, nobody allocated you. You got in by default yeah. because David decided, I, won't, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want no more parts of this. Yeah, exactly. I'm out. And then you got in and now all of a sudden you think you can just change up yeah. um, legislation. Like, but the thing like is, she, she, she believed, <laughs> Theresa May being the she, believed erroneously that she could just act upon the results of the referendum. And the thing is, I don't know who her legal advisors are, but you would <laughs> have thought Johnson. that they would have said to her, <laughs> Actually, T, actually, Teresa, mm. sit down and let's think about this. You cannot just go on the on the basis of the result. It does take an act of law. And that's what the other side was saying. Yeah. And she didn't want to she didn't want to listen to that. And so a lot of taxpayers money has been spent fighting this case mm. to lose and lose. They did big Badly. style. Eight, eight, to, eight three. to three. Yeah. <laughs> There were only three dissenting judges. Clearly, they need to go back to the drawing board. Right, but the thing the is, they could, have saved, they could have saved. They could have saved. They could have saved a lot of money. Mm. So you know, I heard or I saw somewhere some headline, and I know. Look, I know that this is an emotive subject, and I know it's um, what I'm about to say, and I, don't, you know, I hope it's not in bad taste, but some headline mentioned about one of the murderers of Lee Rigby apl applying for compensation I think because of something that happened to him in prison I mm. think he got beaten up or he's alleging he got beaten up in prison and so he's asking for £20,000 in compensation and I know that will infuriate people thinking this monster this mm. convicted killer <laughs> of such a heinous crime as well about he's asking for compensation and then if he gets it people will be up in arms but there will be a reason if he is entitled to it if there you know if there was a lapse or a breach of the, the duty of care that's owed to him as a prisoner inside then if he does get it i can imagine the same um, kind of part of the press that wanted to play it in that way. <laughs> oh, convicted mm. Lee Rigby murderer um, tries to get twenty twenty thousand pounds in compo. Blah blah blah. All that sort of BS. But in, in taxpayers' money, right. that's why it stuck in my head because they were saying twenty thousand pounds of taxpayers' money. And putting that aside, but it's the fact that they wanted to highlight the taxpayers' money. But then you've got to highlight the mm. taxpayers' money. That has been used to resist this action, which was brought by Gina Miller and Co. Yeah. An action which was watertight. Mm. An action which, you know, the law lords said, you cannot just like, you cannot just chip away at these, the, 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 <laughs> at these laws that have been you know, sacrosanct from day. Ages, yeah. All the of a rule sudden, of you law. Come in. And just about, and oh, they say, gonna change yeah, it. you cannot. They, you know, this is one of the fundamentals that you learn when you start reading law. Nobody is above the rule of law. Mm. So, you know, that's this is what I mean about. I don't understand how Theresa May, someone didn't sit down with the prime minister and say, look, 
you should have you should have the top boys. You should have the top white them mm. in your corner, like going, pouring through the treaties and the laws and saying, mm, actually, no, I don't think. How did Gina Miller and her crew, mm. let me call it that, mm. know what it was when you don't and you're you're in government, you're in power, you're ruling. So you've wasted all this money now. Do you know, it's funny. The Daily Mail keep addressing Gina Miller as the former model, the former model as a means to, to kind her. of diminish her. I'm just like, yeah. this former model kicked you lot's ass. Like, all of this, 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 you and know, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is wrong the with Daily, you? The Daily Mail ought to be, if they're going to be, if they're going to be fair in the way that they report things about, mm. oh, this, this, this person's going after this amount of taxpayers' money. Talk about that fact, because I think it's really important yeah. that our <laughs> government wasted a lot of time, effort, and most of all money, which apparently we don't have much of, mm. to resist this case when they could have just, they could have researched it properly and said, you know what? They're right. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to have this vote. We're going to have to enact a law which allows us to trigger Article Article 50. They didn't do that. And why 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 aren't members or parts of the press addressing that if they want to talk about wastage of taxpayers' money? Mm. They just want to keep drumming up, oh, you know... Immigrants, immigrants, immigrants. And they're taking power say, away yeah. from the people. They're taking power away from the people. The That's people not it. people didn't know what they were voting for in the first place. Had you been transparent, those stats would have been very, very different. And that's... That is a, again that's something which you can lay at the feet of the press people why were people misinformed why mm. ha, why have we not got thorough journalists who can go out and who can really bring back a story speak to um eu specialists speak to economists speak to people <laughs> and then break down the facts that's what i have to do in my job mm. i have to take something that might be relatively complex and explain it to lay people every day mm. and then go into court and and and, and maybe jazz it up again or, or sophisticate it up again in, in a different language for a different tribunal, for a different audience. Mm. Why have we not got a press who, who are doing that? Why have we just got a press who are stoking public feelings with sound bites and I don't know, just kind of sensationalism? Mm. I don't know, maybe that's another discussion for another day. Yeah. But yeah, I have to say, um, though, although... Um, so the the Supreme Court ruled against um, the government. I think all that will happen if enough um, MPs, you know, vote the right way. Then they, then they just vote and say, right, okay, this is the this is the change of law. Now we can um, trigger the article Article Fifty, and we can get out. Mm. And then they'll get out. Mm. It might take a longer amount of time, but it can be done. So it just remains to be seen. I think it's once again, you know, <coughs> we we're talking about politics more and more, which is. You know, good. I hope young people are getting. Yeah, I feel like um, young people are very in it, but we are very in involved, times. very interested now. And I think again, this is down to social media and everything. I hope so. I, I feel like young people get it. I hope so, and I hope I hope that what they can take away from mm. this case is again, like I was saying, like an an ordinary, maybe quote unquote ordinary member of the public just looked at something and thought, that ain't right. That's not right. Yeah. And challenged it. That's and was I'm successful like, in their like, challenge. She's amazing as far as I'm concerned. I'm just like, this woman actually, for me, I feel like she's protecting the public more than the public probably probably realise. Mm. And it's like, she's... No, they won't realise because yeah. they'll be fed a different story. Exactly. They'll be fed a different like, narrative She's making the point it. that your government cannot just change a law 
willy nilly. Because yeah. if that's the case, then we're setting a precedence for them to change anything. Thank at you. Any and that's time exactly they want to. That's exactly what um, sensible commentators have said about it. No matter what side of the whole Brexit thing or, or mm. remain um, uh, argument that they 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 fall on. The point is that government cannot just say, "All right." <laughs> we you know don't what? like that. So you know what? Working. This we're is what's happening. Yeah, it. it doesn't work like that. And you're absolutely you know, we're right. Supposed, remember, we're supposed to we live in a democracy. Yeah, remember, that, what, what is that about? Yeah. That's not democratic. So, yeah, um, I hope I hope young people are kind of um, logging into these things and maybe taking away, even if they're not interested in the subject matter, which I hope they would be, taking away other messages um, from it like mm. you know what it what it actually means to be able to say no nah, i'm not happy with that i'm going to challenge that and i'm going to challenge it properly i'm going to challenge it using the powers that i have i'm going to challenge it using my voice and you know what people turn around and say oh you're right <laughs> actually you're right so certain other people have got to go back to the drawing board with what they want to do For and do you know what i would just oh my bum on this chair <laughs> i want to say right. about um thing about young people okay so we are recording um really close to an area where a young boy um got killed this week was murdered this week um let me, uh, got killed this week outside of his school outside of his secondary school so a 15 year old boy stabbed to death outside of his secondary school, not not so far from where we're recording. And I just raise that now because I think this is something that we probably will talk about in the future, but it just, we need to plan the show and talk about how and why, because so many people are up in arms and distressed and I feel the pain when I read my timeline about this mm. and I hear the the helplessness as well in a lot of people's posts about it. I hear the frustration, I hear the anger, I hear the shock, I hear the just, you know, just just the palpable distress at some people and so many people saying, you know, they've experienced things like that as well. And in terms of like our young people, we're now at a stage where people are being killed, children are being killed by their peers mm. in their schools. So right now, as it stands, in it, it, as far as I can remember, we've had children killing children in their homes, children killing children in areas that are supposed to be for play and enjoyment, and now we've got children killing children in schools. Mm. What's happening? We got to talk about that at some stage. Yeah, we will. We got to talk about that at some stage. So, okay. La, I like this next segment. <laughs> I noticed that you do. I really okay, do. So this is a new segment that we've introduced called One's Gotta Go. So basically um, what it is. She we, gotta go. Yeah. Oh, we, she gotta go. go again. Oh, she <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> Oh, she gotta go. Just because right. you've got them sexy boots, so you need to calm yourself, <laughs> oh, right? Sorry. So anyway, it's called One's Gotta Go. So we've selected, you know, like five possible things or people mm -hmm. in where we need to decide which of them we have to give the boot based primarily on 
their body of work and who they are. Yeah, so but can I just say, because yeah. we shouldn't say based because, you know, if it gets really difficult... That's certain what people it might is. go just because of their top lip. That's what it is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like certain Article 50, might, okay? Certain people might get discarded <laughs> just because I didn't like the way they looked at me that time. <laughs> and if that's what it is, that's what it is. <laughs> like I said, I could get over the fact that this. he said I'm from the Primrose School area. <laughs> so that's what it is, okay? He's got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> so anyway, so last week we had um, a list of um, uh, some amazing um, black actors. And mm-hmm. um, this week we've put together a list of amazing black actresses mm-hmm. so i'll read out the first one which is miss angela bassett all i'm saying is can i just stop you straight away what? i'm glad you didn't put viola davis on there because she won't be going nowhere <laughs> okay oh, i was supposed go. to no she's on there because i put angela twice sorry viola is actually in there at number four you joke sorry there's no right point there. there's sorry. no point okay so right. angela davis she ain't going viola davis taranji p henson kerry washington and felicia rashad let me just say <laughs> that when I first looked at this list, my eyes settled on Felicia Richard, and I was like, she can go. <laughs> and the reason why was because I read some things that didn't sit right with me when the whole Bill Cosby stuff mm-hmm. flared up again, should I say, because people think that when we heard about it recently, that that was the first time that anyone had ever really heard about it. I don't think they realised where the comedian had got the material for the jokes for, but anyway. um, So I didn't really like that, and that kind of really turned me off her. Right, right, right. And so I had immediately saw her name, and I thought, she can go. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I thought about... The Cosby Show, <laughs> starring said Bill Cosby, mm. but it was a seminal program. Can you imagine if we didn't, if we never watched that, Shazza? Look, let me just go how, back how to. Well, let me just go back to. As I said at the weekend, I was watching mm. um, the evolution of hip hop, and I actually said to. Oh, God, about to say my boyfriend he's not my boyfriend he's like my here we go here we <laughs> I go i said to the person who i was watching yeah, it with. The chat's different now age. Mm-hmm. Right. i said to the person who i was watching it with you know it's one thing us because we, it, it was talking about nwa yeah. and um some of their tracks and stuff like that and i was saying it was one thing knowing how the tracks affected me as an individual in the UK, how I got to hear about the tracks and how I got to like listen to the wording and really understand and really get, because there was a lot of passion in the delivery of the yeah. verses on, for instance, Fuck the Police and all that sort of stuff um, from, by NWA. But it was another thing watching this program and, uh, you know, I'd seen the, the, fil- the NWA film, but also watching this program and really having those pieces contextualized i knew the context but just when it's kind of spelled out for you and then you see the artists themselves talking about it it really does make you understand why a a voice sounded like that in a verse how the whole (laughs) idea came together why they did you know why this happened at a particular concert in detroit all that sort of stuff and i say that to say that with the Cosby show, I know that a lot of people, we watched it over here and mm. it was one thing, we kind of grew up on it, yeah? But people say that f- for them as black Americans, 
it actually showed, and this is so sad, but it showed white people their normality, mm. their humanity, their family structure, the love within a family, that they have regular jokes just like the rest of you all, mm. that they can occupy spaces. You know, she's a, she a, a lawyer, lawyer he's, he's a, a doctor, doctor mm. that that was, they lived in a brownstone, you know, they had cute kids, well-adjusted kids. Mm. So if you take that away, I just think you take away too much. Yeah, you do. And so for that reason, Felicia Rashad can stay. <laughs> Viola Davis say as well. Do you know why else? Go on. I love Debbie Allen to pieces, and she's her sister. I know, but we ain't saying um, Debbie Allen got to go. I know, but what I'm saying is just by default because they're related. No, but that's, that's like my saying, weak reason. Imagine we had a list of with my weak uh, of Australian singers weak, who couldn't really sing that I well. Her. I don't know if I could. <laughs> we had Kylie Minogue like and Danny Minogue. Of course, know, you'd keep both. Kylie because Kylie. <laughs> we know Kylie's got some weak voice, but you know what I mean. She she's a performer, she's Danny. Danny, Danny can go. She ain't staying just because she's Kylie's sister. <laughs> it's different. You can't. Danny compare. can get the boot. You can't compare the two. I don't know if if if, if blood sisters. That's my really reason make it. anyway. <laughs> All right, but she's okay. So she's staying. She's staying. I think I'm I know saying, where I want to go. I'm saying now there will be a fight in here if anyone thinks Angela Bassett is going no, anywhere. That because let me just tell you What's something. What's love got to do with it? Ha! Listen. Touch me. Thank you. No way, Jose, <laughs> are we can't. losing that depiction of I Tina I need you Turner. to get out on that stage right now. We're oh, not leaving. Oh, she's not I... She's not leaving. <laughs> and also, can I, I say, waiting to exhale? Not mm. losing that. Yeah. Of course not. Of course she burned down a man's not. car. I'm telling you. Girls, we've all been there. Gosh. In moments right there. Well, I've, I've got, never I've got, set fire to anyone's stories. car, but you know, I've been this close, this close <laughs> Look, to doing I, it. I'm pleading the fifth as a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you can involve fire. That's all I'm saying. This close. So Angela mm. Bassett stays. Right. Right? Felicia Rashad stays. I already said to you before you pointed out the error on the sheet, <laughs> Viola Davis ain't going nowhere. Right. If you want to say differently, La, we're going to fight. That will be the end of two girls in the mic. <laughs> right? I, I'd never go against Auntie Viola. Right. This stays. So that leaves us with Taraji P. Henson. Why do you say Kate Washington so soon? Because like, I feel like... <laughs> okay, the lip thing, it does my brain in. She's gorgeous. But when she starts, oh, fit. Lip, 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 tremble, tremble, tremble. I can't take it. I actually can't. It's distracting. It's like her saying to me, I'm from the Primrose Hill area. <laughs> I can't take it. Could you just control the bottom lip? Just stop it from wobbling. <laughs> And she does that for everything that she's in. It's annoying. Yeah, the lip quiver has been known to to get deployed in very mm. <laughs> many roles. Because um, she was even... She was um, Django's love interest, wasn't yeah. she, in Django Unchained? I swear there was a bit and of lip quivering in that. bare lip quivering in yeah. that. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. We've seen this before, Kerry. Okay, but Taraji, do we need... I know why you want to keep Taraji. Why? I, I know why Taraji. you want to keep Taraji. It's like you said. <laughs> Baby boy. I hate you. <laughs> That's why. La, you nearly slid that one by me. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. No, you know what? I do. I love Taraji. I love everything about her in terms of who she is. I love her personality. Like, I love watching her in interviews. She's very down to earth and just, like... I. If, 
I'd like her in like a girl in my clique. That's how I mm. see her. Like I just I love her. I cannot wait to see Hidden Figures. I heard that she's done an amazing performance in oh that. Oh my gosh. She was in um I think you might just have the curious case me. of Benjamin Button as well. Oh, with Brad like, Pitt. She's been in some films, like people forget. Like But Brad Pitt in that. Yeah. Is that the one that he had he the Jamaican reversed, accent? No. He had a Jamaican accent? There was one film, Brad Pitt did an all right Jamaican accent. Oh, Lord. I don't never want to watch that movie. No, no, no. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll find it on YouTube. Uh, there was a, there was some film he did. I can't... Or maybe it was Fight Club. Or was it Benjamin? Not Fight there's, Club. There's some film that he does. A Jamaican uh, accent. A passable... It was better... Look, this. let me tell you. Let me tell you what it was better than. It was better than the Jamaican accent in... What? Cool Runnings. Um, and Angela Bassett, how Stella got a groove back. Oh. It was better than the Jamaican accent. Stella in, Mon. in that. I'm telling you, Tell it was me, all right. See, next thing. It was all right. Yeah. Okay, so do you know what? Because you just raised hidden figures, mm. and also because more than one person has said that Taraji P. Henson reminds me of them, yeah. reminds them of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's as bad as me saying I know. I, I know. I, I want to vote for Michelle because she's related to Debbie Allen. I know. <laughs> I didn't say it was right. God damn it! I went also against Kerry Washington. Oh, oh but we do lose scandal days. though, man. I, all right, but I could do. It's fine. We've got um, how to get away with murder. True. True that. <laughs> right. True. True. I take that over scandal any day right now. Mm. But what I will say is um. She was in, do you remember that movie, um, Save the Last Dance? Who, I Kerry? hate that movie. Yeah, she Kerry? played the typical angry black girl wanted to beat up the white girl because she was, oh, wait. She can go. What's the okay, name so the we have, what is the name of the movie? Um, meet Joe Black. Oh, meet Joe Black, yeah. And he had um, a Jamaican accent. He did, he did. Can we, can, oh, hold on, pause can it. We, can we play this, Ace? Pause it a minute. So, can I just say, let's come to the end of this first and then yeah. we're going to do it. Because, La, the accent for good. me... If I hear for me, no, 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 no. Let me just say, let me just say, I've put it on the spectrum of better than How Stella Got a Groove Back right. and definitely better than Cool Runnings. If I, <laughs> if I at least that. make that mock It took me about an hour to figure out that they were Jamaican in Cool <laughs> Runnings and they were Jamaican flags everywhere. So I was like, what, what island is this? Yeah. <laughs> all right so can i just say that i agree with you that taraji p henson stays mm. kerry washington goes so people we have lost the body of work that was kerry and this is you know why this is so sad, sad? because i used to write a blog and i remember writing that one of my favorite i did a whole piece on kerry washington did and you? look at me here now <laughs> Years later, <laughs> slaying her, <laughs> getting rid of her. So what did you write about her quivering lip? Well, you or know, I didn't. I wrote it? about her. <laughs> I wrote about where she came from. And she did this really fantastic spread. I think it was in either Italian Vogue or French Vogue. And she looked amazing. And, you know, I was a Scandal fan. And, you know, all the rest, all the rest. And she, came, you know, she came from humble beginnings. Yeah. Came from humble beginnings. She went to a really good drama school. And, you know, the rest is history. She is where she is. And she married an Igbo guy. <laughs> oh, Kerry, man. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. What's his name? I think his name's Namdi or something like that. I'm sorry. You know, she's like my cousin. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Can we check? Can we change? Mm -mm. 
No. No. <laughs> okay, Kerry, I'm sorry. It was La. La made me do it. So for this week's <laughs> One Gotta Go, we lose um, Kerry Ms. Kerry Washington. I need to go and watch this movie, Joe, and meet and Joe. Okay, back. so what we're going to do, we're going to play. Listen, La, listen. This is. Wait, him. Can, before you. Okay, pause again. Why is. Why is I was going to say, why is he Jamaican? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I think. You see, the reason why I thought it was Benjamin Button is because yeah. I know there was something supernatural about that in that the person was aging backwards. Okay. And then I realised that Meet Joe Black, there's something kind of supernatural about him as well. He's maybe... Um, like a, was he a ghost or something? Something like that. I, I, might have to re, I might have to reacquaint myself with it. Either him or Anthony Hopkins is... I might be getting all my films mixed up. <laughs> But Sounds there's like a it. reason why I um, had got that film and Benjamin Button mixed up. Mixed up. But let's m leave that okay. aside and Play, let's listen let me, to let me hear this Jamaican. the accent. Better than Cool Runnings, better than How Stella Got a Groove Back. I will be the judge of that. I hope I've remembered correctly. <laughs> that was him. Oh, sugar. <laughs> I from that next place. You're waiting here to take us? Like you're the bus driver to the air? No, man, I on holiday. Better than cool runnings, law. Admit it. Please make it stop. <laughs> Just turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> he did an entire hour and a half movie like that. La, no, he doesn't. He's. I think he he <coughs> metamorphosizes into different. You need to metamorphosize person to. I think. I think. Why no, would you? La, why would you show me that? La. Why would you no, show but la, me that? Let's go back to the criteria. Did somebody dub that. Let they no. Let's go back to the criteria. Was he better than the black guy in House Stella Got a Groove Back? He was a. He was. They were the same. No, get that up. Get that up. Hassel got a groove back. Was wackadocious. <laughs> was he better than the people in Cool Runnings? Oh yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> but that really is not the benchmark. That's just so so bad. No, but I'm saying for a white guy who has no you know affiliations at all. <laughs> they should have put White Yardy in there instead of the actual one in the Jamaican. <laughs> A white Jamaican. Try and get up a house that got a group. No way! <laughs> I don't need to hear that again. Let's right. move on. Okay, moving right. on from fake accents. We're going to go on, we're going to do the letter, but we're running out of time, so we'll do that next week. Okay. So, what we'll do is we'll go on to our favorites, if I can find it, Shady Corner versus the light you are the light okay there's so much shade floating around this week i'm there's telling you going on so first up stacy dash she got fired from fox news so i don't know if this should go in shady corner or whether or not i should go in this should go into the light because i can't stand fox news but and i can't stand stacy dash mm. but at the same time i'm laughing because she got fired because this is the same woman mm. who went out there and started talking about certain publications certain platforms who are shall we say of the urban type <laughs> And Urban, who she's worked again. for many a times, but apparently she finds them problematic. Yeah. Were they problematic when they were paying you, Stacey? No. Were they? Were they? No. When you were doing spreads for like <laughs> black, they, black men, what's what, all them black male magazines with your batty out, out of door and mm. your breasts out of door? Were mm. they bad then? No, mm. but all of a sudden you get onto Fox News and you start cooning for coins. What's wrong with you? 
sick of these people. Sick of these people. So, she can, so I don't know. Is it shady? No, Is it's not it, shady. We should be applauding that. News. So maybe I just wanted to just tell the story and just have a good laugh. Yeah. Because... If you see the memes, mm. listen, Black Twitter is the best. When they when they get some when they get a good bit of material, they go to town and she got it. So it's gonna be interesting to see where she goes on from here. Because if Fox ain't hiring you, and I'm pretty sure BT don't want you no more. Yeah, not after Yeah, not after you've kind of slandered everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, I think she says things like the, you know, um, there's that she said there's no such thing as racism and that BET and the NAACP don't matter uh, wow and, and she went that yeah, far yeah and she said Donald Trump can save the black community from the hell that we're living in so she said all kind of manner of shit and actually Damon Dash ain't checked his cousin or whatever listen, Damon her. he's done with her like everybody else like you know when it's like she's beyond wow. hope like, there's nothing even I can say yeah. to sort that out. You know, when your family's your family and that's that's just about it. Yeah. So I think that's his stance on that. But um, what's interesting is that you're saying all of these things and you said it as if to say that your position at Fox was going to be forever. Yeah. Yeah. Forgetting the fact that, you know, after this is done, where am I going to get my checks from then? Yeah. Because I don't think even that's always mainstream sh- that's always publications sh- will want to deal with you because yeah. because of that. Because, you know, they're frightened of everything. Like, you said that. I think that that is always the short-sightedness of of certain new blacks Mm. who really forget what they're operating in. They Mm. forget the operating system. Yeah. They start feeling like... Feeling themselves. Feeling themselves and feeling like, yeah, I've made it, I'm well accepted and all the rest of it. And then what they don't realise is you're not really accepted. You're being tolerated or worse still, you're being puppeted out for a particular purpose. And when they've done with you, you, there's no going back because you burnt the bridge back to Blackdom. (laughs) So And we're like, we don't want you. We don't want you anymore. So, Mm. oh, well, station. Yeah, Um, I don't think that should go in um, uh, Shady Corner. though. I think that that might be... That should go in. Well, who are we giving the light to? Because I don't want to. No, I got someone that that goes into 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 shady corner. The um, I don't know if it was a, a journalist. I certainly don't know if if he's made the grade as a sports journalist. Mm. But somebody the the the, the um, journalist who was speaking to Serena Williams after one of her Australian oh. Open matches, who called who described her performance as Gorilla. a bit scrappy. And then she um, she basically said oh, that was a really yeah, yeah yeah the post match conference he was like that was a really unkind comment like I think you should apologize mm. and then he did apologize but he does need to go in shady corner because once again <laughs> you know I said I, you see, one thing I, I love I love tennis as a sport I hate the punditry surrounding tennis mm. and I think I, I I really hate it when it comes to People like Serena, mm. in particular, oh, Serena, and also her him, sister Venus used many, to get how it many as well. Have you won? But you know what? It's not even she. Even she. 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 She once again showed why mm. she is who she is. Because I don't know who her opponent was at the time, but what she said to him was, her opponent mm. was having a really good game. Mm. So it's a really tough match. So you really have to essentially bring it when yeah. it's a tough match. Yeah. And when you have to go that far, that does cause a number of like unforced <laughs> errors and stuff yeah, like yeah. that because you have to up your game. Mm. And she was having a good game. And I think, and she, to me, you know, she's still gracious in the line of fire. Mm. She was having a good game. And I feel like I had a great game as well. And altogether it was a great game. Mm. How about that? Mm, mm. 
and you see, this, is, this is this is this is why this is why I'm saying I don't know. Are you a are you a sports journalist? Do you understand? Because mm. if you understood that, if if you were a sports journalist, maybe you would have seen that already. Yeah. You would have known actually. This is quite a tough match, and this opponent, she's a Stepped really good player up, as yeah. well. So when you get two good players out there duking it out. It's going to be, there's going to be, because there's that tension mm. and also there's that, you know, they're, they're playing with that fire to beat each other and they're both so good. But to go, to go, to come straight off the bat and be like, oh, it was a bit of a scrappy performance out there. <laughs> was coming for Serena and I don't Mate, know why. Shady corner. Second left. Shady corner. you go there. So I'm um, Chrisette Michelle. <laughs> oh! Our next one is Cooning for Coins. <laughs> This woman, like, okay, so in case you don't know, Chrisette Michelle is an R&B. She was kind of neo-soul yeah. singer, if you like. I think she does spoken word as well. So she was asked to sing at the inauguration. Mm -hmm. She accepted. Mm -hmm. Many other people before had been um, asked and they turned around and said, no, they wouldn't do it. Many mm -hmm. black performers were like, no, I'm not mm -hmm. doing it. She decided, I am going to do it. Apparently she got paid 250K yeah. to do it. Although I think her fiance was trying to quote 750k yeah, at one point. Whatever, whatever the case may be, she yeah. got paid to do this and she did it. Um, people are cussing her out left, right and centre. She decides to respond. Um, her and her partner have been responding on social media, on Twitter. They've been responding to The Roots, um, Jamal um, Questlove from The Roots, mm -hmm. um, Talib Kweli, Lich Spike Lee. Like, they've all literally like, why have you done this? And she is trying to say that basically she did it because she wants to build a, a bridge between black people and the powers that be and try to bring everyone together. That's her standpoint. You, Chrisette. So she's really? decided that, that, you know, that she's taken that on. So my thing is that, okay, let's Let's say that's your stance. That's what you want to do. Okay, fine. Then why are you taking a payment to do that? If it's really within your heart and your spirit to 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 build that bridge, you would want to do that just because you want to do that. You took money to do that, which makes you... That means you are cooning for coins, love. That's what CFC. you're doing. I'd rather you just say, look, I'm yeah. Brock and I need that money. So I'm going to take that check. I would respect you more. But now you're taking this stance like you're doing this for us. You're not doing this for us. What, you're going to dish out that 250K between all of us? You're doing yeah. it for you. Yeah. And that's what that's what Taylor Quelly's trying to tell you. That's what Spike Lee's trying to tell you. That's what all these people are trying to tell you. But you're out there writing spoken word pieces, telling telling people you can't put me down, you can't do this, you can't. You put yourself down. Actually, do you know what? Funnily enough, somebody shared her poem. A guy that I follow um, on, I'm friends with on Facebook. I, think I, might, I might just follow him actually on Facebook. A guy called, I think it's Richard Brookshire. He shared her poem. Mm. The comments <laughs> were hilarious. So dragged. I stayed at my mum's house yesterday, yeah. right? <laughs> So I was in my mom's room and she was sleeping <laughs> and it was tackling. honestly that scenario where it was like, I am, she's going to jolt out of her sleep <laughs> if I keep hooting and hollering <laughs> like this. So, you know, when you have to cover your mouth, tears were streaming oh every time God. I read I'm a comment. You, Black Twitter is the best Listen, when they I get got good to material. A point where I had to put my laptop aside because I was like, no, I need to get breath because I will actually die here. <laughs> I will die laughing. My mom will wake up and find me asphyxiated. <laughs> I can't breathe for the laughter. The comments were <coughs> hilarious. My girl tried to now go out like a martyr. Mm. First, you were bu you were building a bridge for Who the black community. Who told you to do that? You put now yourself you're a on the cross. 
Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, I, I agree. She can go in Shady Corner for that. So Shady Corner is looking kind of packed. Let's mm. balance it out. Who are we putting into the light? <clears throat> um, we are putting... Okay, so I read a story today about 300 um, union plumbers who decided to go to Flint, Michigan mm-hmm. to help install free filters for the residents that, that live there. So as you know, in Flint, Michigan... Their water's been poisoned with lead poisoning. And so the people that live there have been drinking this water. It's caused all manner of problems. Yeah. So I don't think it's fully sorted out yet, their water supply. So these these <coughs> amazing people, this is what you do, Chrisette, when you're trying to help people. You put yourself out the way and you use your skills to help uh, society. This is this and this is help. This is help that's needed and was probably asked for and it you know and it came and these these are local plumbers who live within Flint, Michigan and they decided to do that. So I thought this was amazing. <clears throat> Given, you know, all the issues that they've been going through, you know, over the last couple of years or so. So yeah, so that's my whoever these plumbers are, three hundred of them as well. Congrats to you guys. You've made it into the light. Okay. I wanna bring into the light um I want to say again, we've spoken about the film Moonlight and I keep saying I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to go and see it soon because it's coming out soon um, in the UK. But I want to put the director, Barry Jenkins, Mm. into the light just for creating the piece of art. And it's good to know and it's good to see. It's got eight um, Oscar nominations, which is fantastic. Um, so I want to really just put that whole film in the light and I want to <laughs> say again, <coughs> men, put aside the subject matter and go and see what it. is mm. supposedly, apparently, and I believe the hype, an absolutely amazing film mm. and an, a, a really well-told story. Go and see it. Don't matter what. <laughs> your sexuality is it's not about that yeah. when it comes to art go and see it i mean as you said it's been nominated for about eight oscars now and um i think this year the oscars have been really diverse in their choices yeah so i don't know if that was a deliberate thing based on the oscars being so white last year i don't want to say that somebody but said that wanna, on yeah. fa- somebody said that on <laughs> facebook i don't want to say that because i want to say that the people the, the the nods the oscar nomination nods are to me, they are absolutely but, worthy. But this is, but Denzel, this is thing, like, When you look at all of the movies that have been selected, you cannot knock those those movies. Right. And this is one of the issues that you know people were talking about in regards to diversity. It's like it's not that we're asking you to nominate these people just because they're here. Mm. Like they're in some amazing films, but it's yet excellence. you're still it's black excellence. ignoring them. So this year, I think be, I I do think you know they've had to rethink the way that they kind of. Yeah, and they brought in a num- new. They they diversified the yeah. panel as well, and didn't it, and they? it shows. And I, I don't necessarily think that's so. It would be a bad thing if they just picked shit movies and just yeah. put, like let's just put them in just to shut people up. But the, all of the movies, not just you know the movies with um, black actors in there, like you know we've heard things about um, La La Land. La La Land's got twelve. Yeah, nominations. that's got the most nominations. So well, if the body 14. of work is amazing, yeah. Yeah. then put it in there. That's all people are saying is like, look, just recognize us for the skills that we have because yeah. we have skills. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that is it. Yeah. So if you watch these movies and if you think that they're crap and they don't deserve it, then fair enough. Mm. But if you watch them and be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, by all accounts, yeah. everyone is raving over Denzel and um, Viola. Viola's performance in Fences. Everything I've read about Moonlight, it doesn't matter what mm. part of the press it's coming from, is overwhelmingly positive. 
just enthralled by the whole film, the the story, the the visuals, the actors, the actresses, everything, and um, hidden figures. Everyone again mm. saying like it's an amazing, it's amazing. story. It's People like the, saying that I think it not. I've learned, yeah, like I've learned one. so much Who from watching a film. Star Wars. Star Wars has such a huge following. Like mm. given how many I don't know how many flipping episodes they've done. Yeah, what's her name? Carrie Fisher just passed away the other day, so yeah. you would think. You know, obviously her death was a horrible thing, but you know, certain times when peace, certain people die, yeah, it boosts more, their, yeah, it does. Yeah, but still, hidden figures came along and knocked it off the number one spot. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, and apparently it's you know, people like I said, people have been out there saying it, they've actually they're learning a piece of history, like it makes them walk away. Never knew taller from watching that story about Never, three black women who were involved in that way. So yeah, going back to the point. Um, these films are worthy and these actors and actresses are worthy of their nominations. So yeah, all, all, all of you, all of you, um, Denzel, Viola, uh, Octavia Spencer, I think she's got one for <coughs> Best Supporting Actress, um, Barry Jenkins, Best mm. Director, Naomi Best Harris. Screenplay, yeah, Naomi Harris. Yeah. So all of you go into the light. Dev Patel's. I think he's been. I can't. You know, I really well. want to see. Yeah, he is best the supporting Lion. actor in yeah, Lion. I want to see really Lion. Good. Yeah, I want to see. Do you know what we were gonna? Oh, let me start anyway. And Auntie Meryl, <laughs> nominated Auntie. Yeah, who Donald thinks is overrated. overrated. Please, your, your wig's overrated. But you know, you're still you're, wearing it. Your suntan, not suntan. <laughs> your, your tanning lotion <laughs> is overrated. Oh. So yeah, that's where we're gonna end it. But. Mm. I think we're ending on a really positive note. Black excellence. That's what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. All Definitely. the time. Like this show. So I love that, La. Yeah. I love the way you got that in there. Yeah. Two girls with the bike. We'll be back next week. Okay. <laughs>